Keep this frequency clear. Don't touch that dial. Are we on the air? Yes, you are. Shush, 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 shush. With all the modern pace of today's exciting radio. Now, the struggle between good and evil goes on. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to my underground lair. Do not attempt to adjust your dial. I'm transmitting live with the hardcore style. And now, ladies and gentlemen, Shauna, Shauna, and for your further listening pleasure, time to lay down some serious sound. Watch your bass bins, I'm telling you, telling you, telling you, telling you, telling you, telling you. Don't touch that dial. What's up? You're listening to Shauna and Lala. Check us out at shaunaandlala.com on Facebook at facebook.com slash shaunaandlala. Check me out at facebook.com slash Marie. And don't forget to follow us on our Instagram page at shaunaandlala and our YouTube page at shaunaandlala. And uh, we did end up making a TikTok page that is also at shaunaandlala, but... I do not know how to use TikTok. <laughs> We're old. <laughs> We're learning. Yes. So, uh, Lala, you've made some videos on there. Yeah, I'm, I have my own, and I've, I've, you know, dabbled in it a little bit. It was fun. Um, did some dancing stuff. I mean, maybe I'm too old for it, but I've seen older people, like, in their 60s on there. So, yeah. I think I'm fine. <laughs> but it is a lot... Um, there's a lot of little things on there that you don't even know how to do. They're so cool. You can edit so many different ways. I love it. Yeah, I don't know anything about it. Um, I watch... I do have an account, and I watch videos. Um, and I think I follow people. Yeah. <laughs> um, I'm not really sure, but um, these random videos always pop up, and sometimes they're really, really funny. Um, and, like, speaking of, like, elderly people, I did follow this lady, um, she had Alzheimer's. I don't even know if I'm pronouncing that right, but, um, she sadly passed away. Oh my god. Um, Where is this going? <laughs> I'm t- telling you what I watch. Okay. <laughs> and then I follow, you've probably seen her on TV, she's on, like, a na- nationwide commercial. Her name is GB. And, um... She is so funny. Her grandson, her grandson runs the account, but he like films her and yeah. he takes her like to get her hair done and takes her to McDonald's and you know he always wants to pay for her and she's like I have money and she's like shut up I have the money I'm gonna pay you know so um, I I haven't really kept up with the videos because I've just been so busy yeah. But um, the last I know, she actually, they built a house and she moved in with him and his girlfriend. So Aww. so basically what Sean is saying is that she likes watching old people. I do. Because so, <laughs> my TikTok, the videos that pop up are not old people. They're like girls shaking their butts, um, guys dancing, politics. <laughs> I get a lot of politics <laughs> too. has these old ladies. <laughs> <laughs> and um, most of them are old people. <laughs> I, I do watch another one who, um, this little lady, I don't remember her name, Lillian maybe, um, or Lily, she has like an aide. Like an, um, she lives yeah, in her own little care. apartment mm-hmm. and she has an aide that comes in and or a nurse and the nurse runs the TikTok and <laughs> I don't know. Then I have another little man that I watch. <laughs> okay, I think you have an issue. <laughs> 
I can't help it. They're so cute. They are cute. They are, you know. But <laughs> Shauna has like an obsession with the elderly. We've got to put her in a nursing home. Oh God, <laughs> no! Having, they probably can teach you how to use TikTok. <laughs> they probably could. Yeah. You know, I I, w- I wouldn't be surprised. You know, I do have to say that my grandmother is on Facebook and she has taught me some things on Facebook. She's like, oh, you just go here and do this and do that. And I'm like, how do you know that? She's like, how do you not know that? You know, like, how come I know that and you don't, you know, so, you know, it's It's, funny. It's crazy. And my grandfather, he was in his 80s and he wanted to go on Facebook. So I made him an account and he's on there and he's like, now you could search for anybody on here. I said, like, yeah, Grandpa, you could search for anybody. And he's sitting there, you know, squinting at the screen, trying to type. And then he's like, oh, he starts typing a name out so slow. You know, one the one finger press on the keyboard. Yeah, yeah. And he goes, Angelina, Angelina, what was her last name? He's like, Marie, to my grandma. What was Angelina's last name? And she goes, Putana. Which, if you're Italian, you know what I mean. So apparently, my grandpa was looking up his ex-girlfriend from when he was in his teens. Oh my gosh. That my grandma hated. So he's looking up Angelina, this Angelina girl. And when he asked her, you know, she said, what's his last name? Putana. (laughs) My grandma was so pissed off. (laughs) I started dying. I'm like, oh Lord, who's Angelina, Graham? And she told me. So I'm like, grandpa, no. Don't don't look up the past. Like, that's what gets people in trouble. (laughs) So you know what? We're all the same, and no matter what age, we're like stalking people out, and like, yeah. where are they now? <laughs> what are they up to now? Yeah. Who are they married to? Angelina's on Facebook, you know, probably one of the videos Shauna watches. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I just can't help it. They're cute. So, um, yes, yeah, so we do have a TikTok, and hey, maybe we'll get some new elderly fans. You never know. Yeah. Okay. So it's another week. How are you feeling? Um, I'm feeling a little bit better. I failed my glucose test, so I'm really, really depressed about that. And if you've been preg- if you've been pregnant and you've tasted the glucose glucose drink, I don't even know what it's called, glucola or something. It's disgusting. I'm not a sweet tooth, as you know, so it was like torture for me to drink it. I will say that um, the drink I had with my son in 2013, I got the orange one. It was a three hour test. I guess there was a lot more sugar in it, not that I'm hearing. That's why I probably hated it. There's 100 grams of sugar in that. I threw up from that like three times. It was horrible. So this one was my hour test. It was fruit punch I picked. Only 50 grams of sugar, and I was able to drink it without throwing up. <laughs> but now, because I failed it by four points, I have to do the three-hour one. So um, trying to get out of it, but I don't think I'm going to be able to. <laughs> my friend did the same test last year. Um she was pregnant with my niece and she failed it also she said she failed it by two points the first time and she had to do the three-hour test she doesn't remember what her numbers were but they were close together so she had to uh a lot of watch her sugar so many people say they fail it and like oh you i always fail you know everyone fails that one hour test but it still, it still sucks because it's just like a long day and I'm just dreading it. So other than that, I'm okay. I just want this baby out. You know, I'm now, what, seven and a half months pregnant. So a little bit more to go <laughs> and then I'll deal with the, that part of, you know, having a baby keeping me up. So either way, it's like, 
But I'd rather have her out and safe and make sure she's okay than worried about her right now. Yeah. Well, hopefully the sugar will get under control. Yeah. And she won't be born with juvenile diabetes because that is just horrible. I know. I know. So I'm I'm trying to work on my diet. I was never a big sweet tooth, but this pregnancy, the baby is only wanted carbs and a little bit more sweets than I'm used to. So that could be the problem. But that's what she wants, and everything else makes me sick. So I, you have to eat, you know? Yeah. Um, but I am changing my diet and trying to work around that and see if I could help it before they have to do all the other crap to me. So Yeah. But, yeah, this pregnancy has not been fun, and I'm glad it's my last one. <laughs> well, I saw you had posted the pictures of the baby Leto crib. Oh, yes. And um, did you get it finished yet? Yes, the the crib is all done. My husband set it up. We just need the mattress. Mm -hmm. So I'm waiting to see if anyone gets it for me for my baby shower before I buy it because I've been buying a ton of crap. But I love the crib. It it fits perfectly with my theme. I can't wait to finish the room so I can post up a picture of the finished product. And you guys will hopefully you will love it. But I'm doing a kind of like um, neutral, natural theme with the sun. You are my sunshine is the theme behind my room. Because it's a song that was very special to me growing up. My mom sang it to me. My godmother sang it to me. So I kind of went with that. And the crib is just... I love the coloring. I love how solid it felt. It's real wood. Um, A lot of furniture you buy today nowadays is like particle board. Or there's so many chemicals in it. And you have to worry. This is safe. It's natural. um, Sustainably sourced. So all those things are really important to me. And especially when you have a baby that's going to be chomping on the crib <laughs> yeah. they get to that age where they're like little beavers and they chew on it so i don't want to have to worry about any of that and again the crib is gorgeous and i loved how many options they had for you so there was any kind of color scheme you could think of like they, i told you guys last time they even had black cribs which is the new thing now is the black and white you know i love that but I just, all the options and how safe it is, that was just a winner for me. You know, I wanted to go with Baby Leto. Yeah, because I was reading about them and they, the U.S. has different standards than other countries. And the other countries' standards are way more higher than U.S. Yeah. And they go by, um, I want to say it's Australia or New Zealand. Oh, okay. I know it's New Zealand wood that they use. Yeah, yeah. Um, they go by those standards. But they go by their sta- those standards. Yeah. Which are definitely higher. Um, yeah, than us. Than us, yeah. <laughs> a lot of places are. <laughs> so that's also, you know, definitely a plus. Yeah, I I can't wait for it to be all done. And uh, I feel, feel good about the purchase. And I feel good about my baby being in that. And... Like we said last time, it's going, the crib is going to grow with her. It, you know, it turns into the toddler bed. Oh, yeah. And, then, you know, it's a three-in-one crib. So I, I'm going to get a lot of years out of this. I still don't understand what the third part is. I know it's like a crib, a toddler bed, and then, like, does it go into, like, a full bed? A twin bed. Twin bed, yeah. Twin bed, yeah. I was like, no, it's not big enough for a full. But, yeah, like the headboard and the footboard. Yeah, maybe yes. that's what it does. So, yeah, they it grows with the child. And that's great because you don't have to spend any more money. You just flip a few things around and there you go. There you go. So that was another seller for a big seller for me. Yeah, absolutely. And uh, I saw that you also just got the belly skincare kit in the mail. Yes, um, I love it. I've been using the I've been breaking out here and there with my hormones and I use the acne cream with belly. Um, I like the smell. I like 
it, you know, it worked. Um, it didn't irritate my skin. And your skin's very sensitive when you're pregnant and everything can make it break out or have a reaction. So that's very important. Uh, Belly has a ton of products from belly creams, sanitizers, sunscreens, you name it. If you need to put it on your body as a mama, you, it's right there. So I got a few of the products I've been using, like I said, the acne cream. And I love that they are 100% pregnancy safe. So you don't have to worry about what's in it. They source the high quality plant-based and vegan ingredients. So if that's important to you, then you want to buy this product. So it's vegan ingredients. And there's no artificial dyes, no harmful chemicals. There's none of that, you know, the fake fragrances in there that make you sick too. People think that, that the better something smells, the better it is for you. That's not the case. You don't want anything that smells like that. That's fake, you know. So I don't like anything that's fake. And I'm not pregnant. No. I used to put like those plugins in the wall when I was younger or spray like the, you know, the spray around the house to make it smell good. And you, you kind of like equated that with clean, but it's not. It's just so bad for you. It took me years to learn how bad it was. So you try to find things, especially when you're pregnant, that don't have the synthetic fragrances in them because that's really harmful to you. But belly doesn't have any of that. So again, perfect. Perfect for the mamas to be. And even after you give birth, they have, you know, the product line you can continue. And you don't have to worry about what you're putting on your body. Yeah, absolutely. Super important. And super important to me and I'm not even pregnant. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, today on the show, we have a great interview. You may have seen a preview uh, on our Facebook page and our YouTube page. We have Anthony Rodia on the show. He is currently on tour. It is the Road Rage Tour. Um, if you haven't seen him or seen his videos, he is absolutely hilarious. He's been one of my favorite comedians for since like for the COVID, you know, since during. before COVID, <laughs> yeah. actually. Yeah. And he does like all these road rage skits, you know, road rage Wednesday he does. Yeah. And um, mass coals. I used to love that. Video. Yeah, <laughs> I love him. <laughs> he is just so, so funny. He plays Zia Lucia and Uncle Vinny. Mm -hmm. And he's just he's so unique and you relatable. Know, relatable That's what we're talking about he's so relatable that you're gonna watch the videos you're going to pee your pants laughing and be like oh my god this is my uncle Vinny, or this is my aunt you know or, this is my family yeah and that's what we were saying that we love so much about him is that no matter what culture you come from you can relate somehow in one way shape or form to his his comedy skits yeah so uh he's actually coming to our town middletown uh this sunday I cannot wait to see him. He's going to be at the Fair Oaks Drive-In. Um, I've never been there, so I'm looking forward to checking out the venue. Check out his schedule at rodeacomedy.com and see if he's coming to a city near you. Mm -hmm. um, if he's not this tour, I'm sure the next tour, you know, yeah. he's always touring. So just uh, keep an eye out. Subscribe to his YouTube channel. And, and uh, his follow Facebook. him on Instagram. Oh, yeah. Does he have Instagram, too? That's where I follow him. That was, like, where I found him. His Instagram is, like, he has a big audience on there. Oh, okay. So, follow his Instagram, um, Rodia Comedy. And if you're going to his shows, 
get tickets early because if you want to meet him, he does offer meet and greets, which is I think is amazing when celebs do that. Yeah. Like meet the fans, but they sell out so quickly. So You said his was already sold out. It was sold out. I couldn't even you know, like I my father in law wants to meet him and he's like I went on early and it was already sold out. I was like, yeah, you know. So if you are looking to go to one of his shows, book, get your tickets early because they're going to book out. They're going to sell out, especially the meet and greets. So. Yeah. So definitely check out RodeaComedy.com. So here's our interview with Anthony Rodia. Right now we have one of our favorite comedians, Anthony Rodia, on the show today. Hello. How are you guys? Good. So uh, you and your team are coming to Middletown, which is like right in our backyard. Uh, literally, yeah. you are performing um, a drive-in show. So um, it's going to be a little bit different, I think, than what you're normally used to. Yeah, I've never, I mean, I've never been to a drive-in movie performed <laughs> at one. Um, so I don't know. Um, <clears throat> I did like um, when the pandemic hit, um, when it started, we did like parking lot shows where people would be in their cars. Um, and it was, it was different. I mean, uh, some of them thought that beeping the horn was the same as laughing. <laughs> oh no. So that, yeah, that, we had to pretty much tell them that's not the same, <laughs> little different trying to talk with a horn going off. Um, but this is going to be a little, uh, you know, a little more, I guess, advanced. Um, you know, they've got a, a huge screen as I understand it. Um, so yeah, I mean, listen, I, I'm not opposed to different, whatever works right now, whatever, uh, you know, whatever we're able to do to make people laugh. Yeah. Yeah. That's what we need right now. <laughs> yes. We really do. Yeah. I, I have not been there, so I don't know much about it. I've never been to a drive-in movie. <laughs> I have. It's, it's, it's pretty cool. Um, it's like you see in the movie theaters or, you know, in movies, I should say you drive in, you park, and then you could hook your radio up to whatever movie you're watching. So they'll give you like the, you know, go to 98 point, whatever. And then you can hear everything like loud in your, in your car. So oh, that's cool. Well, yeah. I mean, the, the good thing about that is at least you won't have to worry about, you know, some people talking or, yes. uh, you know, where you can't hear the show. Cause there, there's sometimes we'll do a show and I'll just stop right in the show and I'll just stare at a table. <laughs> and I'm like, you know, Shut you guys could have just went to a restaurant. <laughs> you wanted to have a conversation. We don't get it often. Well, we get people where I would make them laugh, and then all of a sudden I literally hear them talking about how that scenario I just spoke about on stage happened in their real life. And I'm like, guys, no, I, I know it's relatable. I, I got, can you just wait? So, like, and you'll hear them. I, I in Chicago this weekend, I, somebody goes, "Oh my God, remember when Aunt Susie oh my sat at the table?" <laughs> and I'm like, "Hey, no one else knows your Aunt Susie." Can, She's like, oh, my God, I'm sorry. I forgot I was in here. Oh, okay. you forgot 400 people were around here. Yeah. You might have to go get that checked out. So at least you won't have that. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, but it should be pretty cool. Yeah. So uh, we are excited to see you and uh, experience a comedy show drive-in. Yeah, I'm, so yeah. I'm excited. Well, I can tell you it's, it's different than what you see online. Uh, a lot of people, they come at uh at they come to the shows and you know whoever's working at the at the theater or the venue they'll always tell me backstage like a lot of people are asking if you're coming out as your characters i'm like no <laughs> how are you I'm gonna like, do for that one, i'm like for one i promised my five-year-old daughter i wouldn't come out of the house in the house dress that i wear <laughs> and number two i said i don't there's a lot of social media pages 
that you know not that there's anything wrong with it they they choose to do it but they they'll perform live and literally recreate exactly what you watch online just live yeah and that's fine but me personally i don't i wouldn't want to charge somebody money to come out of their house and watch exactly what they've watched online just live because it's like all right well number one i want to give you something different and number two, those videos, those are for you to enjoy at home when you're with your family. This is going to be, you know, stand up. You yeah. know, it's not going to be a play or anything like that. And um, the the characters actually forced me to have to be funnier on stage. <laughs> you know, it, it's kind of weird saying it. Like, I'm, they're like, oh, you're funnier than your uncle and aunt, who's also you. I'm like, yeah, well, that, that makes me kind of feel schizophrenic. And, uh, you know, I'll come home from a show and my wife's like, were you funnier than your uncle and aunt? I'm like, can you, are you on this bandwagon also? Can you <laughs> yep. stop referring? It's bad enough when I refer to them as different people. I'm like, babe, have you seen Zilu Chia's dress? I have to do a video. And she's like, why don't you just order another one on Amazon? And then my daughter will look at me and go, you're ordering dresses on Amazon? And I'm like, yeah, no, this has gotten to that point where it's You have multiple personalities. <laughs> yeah, oh, I have mul multiples, not even the word. I think right. multiple is a huge understatement. Um, but yeah, it, it's totally different than what you see online. Um, I think it's more relatable. Um, it, it's about, you know, just basically things that everybody deals with on an on a everyday basis, family growing up, family now. And, um, you know, the, the, the reactions and the responses have been, uh, you know, almost, uh, you know, I've, I've been taken back a little by it. Uh, yeah. yeah, we love you. And it's funny because, you know, I'm an Italian American. Shauna, she's Polish. But even though she's not Italian, like she can relate. It's, it's just crazy how we can all relate to different things, even if we're different, you know, cultures. And mm -hmm. I love oh, that. Yeah. Absolutely. I mean, I'm so glad you said that because the first time I started doing shows um, and people came up to me after the show for the meet and greets, they would say, oh, my God, my family is just like that. I'm like, oh, my God, thank God. I thought my family was the only one that needed help. Because <laughs> when you grow up, you're like, my family screwed up. They're crazy. Like, oh, yeah. Functional, and someone needs to come to the house and take us away. And then I started doing shows more and more where people came to me and I realized it's not just Italian. No. Like, I don't mm -hmm. want to label the Italian you know, community because it's, it's off the boat in general. If you come from whether your parents were immigrants or your grandparents, or even your great-grandparents – that old school kind of mentality has trickled down where you'll relate to it. And it doesn't matter what nationality you are. doesn't matter what kind of culture you, you grew up in. If they were from the other side, I think once they cross overseas, something happens to their brain. Yeah. And they all act exactly the same. It's scary. It's in the water. All, <laughs> and, and it's funny. I'll have people approach me and you could tell. I mean, I had, I had a Spanish guy in Chicago come up to me. You know, he was like, before I talk, I'm not Italian. I'm like, no, no, I, I got that from your accent. I don't look Italian. He goes, but my parents, they hit me. Oh, they hit me. I go, all right, well, this is not a child abuse group session. Um, is there something you want to get off your chest? So it's so funny. They'll approach me and they'll make it a point to tell me they're not Italian, but they still love the show. And I go, no, no, you don't. It's not a prerequisite. Yeah. You don't have to come in with your Italian ID and then you're allowed in. I mean, everybody <laughs> is welcome. It's it's funny. It's funny and it's actually it's nice. It's nice to see that uh so many of us were were raised exactly the same. Yeah. And then when you go to the shows, you'll see at times that 
I'll have three generations sitting together. You know, I'll have, you know, 20 year old kids with their parents and their grandparents all laughing at the same show. And, and when you think of how hard that is to, to, you know, have three different generations laughing at the same humor, yes. it's, mm-hmm. it's definitely nice to see. Now, does your daughter ever get to go to watch your shows? Oh yeah, I'm full, I'm a fully dysfunctional parent. I don't just play one online. <laughs> no, definitely. Yeah. She uh yeah, she'll come. And listen, I curse on stage. You know, there's cursing here and there. Um I try to do it tastefully. Yeah. I always feel like if you curse and it's done where it's part of the story and it's not just cursing for no reason. Um it's fine, but listen, she hears it at home. I mean, exactly. when, you know, people, you know, do you argue in front of your kids? Yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah, yeah our parents did. <laughs> what you think that you think it's better if I hey Gabriella, real quick, can you go upstairs <laughs> and just stay in there until the noise downstairs stops and mommy and daddy start speaking in a no, because then by the time I bring her upstairs, I'm not even mad anymore. Yeah. I just found myself out by accident. And sometimes I'm sorry, I like to argue. I like to get it out. Yeah. You you want me to like have a bunker in my basement, they come down, they go into the bomb shelter, I close it, and then I go upstairs. And argue. I mean, who's able in the heat of the moment to make sure that kids aren't around? I know. I mean, yeah. You know, I mean, I, I used to play in the living room. My parents used to go at it. I <laughs> yep. my I'm like, all right. Well, Friday night. Normal day. Like, yeah. Yeah. I mean, come on. I, I hate when people act like, you know, my God, your daughter watches your videos. Yeah. Yeah. She's my biggest critic. She's like, Daddy, I think you should have did this differently. I'm like, all right, Spielberg. Yep. Thank you. Thank you for the hit. <laughs> but uh, yeah, she'll come to some of my shows. She'll either sit backstage. She loves to hear the crowd. You know, she loves to hear. Uh, she's so adorable with this now where she knows daddy does this for a living. So I'll come backstage. I'm like, what'd you think? She was like, that was loud. They love you. Aww. And then I don't know if she speaks to my wife, but then she'll go, daddy, do you think they laugh because they think they have to? Like mommy, when you talk. <laughs> I'm like, this is probably one of the last shows you and your mother could ever come to. I, yeah. mean, I don't, uh, I don't appreciate the self, the hit to my self-esteem, but she's, uh, she's awesome. And and my son will sit home, and uh, grab the phone and, and watch all my videos on YouTube. It's, uh, it's pretty cool to see them knowing, you know, what what I do for a living. Yeah, I think they'll be well-rounded from it too. You know, absolutely. Just... They, one thing my daughter has is tough skin. Yeah. You know, and and it's so funny because she forgets that not everyone is raised this way. So she'll go to school and then a kid will be kind of messing with her. And she's like, are you being serious? You just busted my chops. <laughs> and the teacher's like, thank God you taught her chops and not the B not word. The I'm like, no, no, she'll say the, she'll say the B word home. She'll, she just won't say it at school. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, I mean, look at all of us. It, I, I say it on stage all the time. It's not a coincidence that 95% of us were raised the same. Like, you know, like five, 400 people on my show, 350, 370 were raised exactly the same. I said, it's not a coincidence that we all also have tough skin. Mm-hmm. We're not offended by, by, you know, we're not offended easily and we're able to roll stuff off our shoulders. It has a lot to do with how you're raised. Yes. If you're coddled and you're protected as a child and you've never seen violence and you never heard arguing, well, yeah, things are gonna, things are gonna set you off and, and offend you. You gotta so, go in the safe it, space. It, oh, uh, oh my God! Just but just hearing that word, yeah, puts me into a state of anxiety. I hate the closet. You know, like yeah, let's bring you to a safe. Why don't you just wrap your child in a bubble and just and then have them watch eight hours of finger paint? 
that's, yeah that's, that's what that's they want to really do nice way to prepare but uh, but that's also why we like you is because you say what we all are, are thinking. thinking and want to say but we can't yes <laughs> yeah no you can we can we can yeah you can, you can. <laughs> i mean i would i would like it if more people did so i don't look like you know the, the, the yeah. heroic warrior you know because i get all the emails i mean people you got to say some of the emails oh my, who the hell told you you are able to speak your mind regardless of what people say i know the country i live in you idiot you, yeah. yeah i'm like let me i'm like did you just email me and say whatever you wanted to say, regardless of how I feel. Mm -hmm. It's just the, listen. This country right now is is totally upside down. The whole world in general. Yeah. Yes, I it think is. People, you have people that wake up and they want to find something wrong with their day. Yeah. I choose to wake up and enjoy my day, and a lot of it has to do with the fact that I don't I don't even raise my kids to bite their tongue. I tell my daughter, say whatever you want to say. Like I have a video out. I think she's got like 3 million views on Facebook wow. where she's in my bedroom and she came in to yell at me because I was raising my voice. I had a, a deadline to do a video for a, an advertising company and it was just one of those days uh, with the kids and I, I yelled from the basement. I'm like, can you guys disappear? <laughs> and I went upstairs and then she comes in the bedroom and she yells at me. And she's she's a four year old girl at the time, and she's like, "Daddy, your your mommy's husband, you're my father, you're Nona's son." Like she went down the whole family tree <laughs> as if I didn't know who I was. And then she goes, "You just you can't yell. You just gotta calm." <laughs> and then at the end of the video, I said, "Well, why do you yell?" And she goes, "Well, I yell because when people yell, it makes me mad." <laughs> you have to see how many people. How dare this little girl talk to her father this way? This is disrespectful. I'm like, what is she's telling me? Yeah, she's raising me, she's yeah. calming you down and bringing you back. Right. To you. <laughs> and it's, I mean, listen, I always say it. I'm on an 80 20 split. 80% of the people that, that follow me that are my fans are my type of people. 20% shouldn't be allowed out of the house without supervision. <laughs> so I'm okay with that. Eight out, of, eight out of 10, I'm good with. Yeah. But the problem is, you sometimes pay attention more to the negative comments. And then, you know, I tell them, listen, I've got a little girl. I'm going to raise that little girl to be an outspoken, strongly opinionated, strong woman that's not going to ever think that she has to worry about someone's opinion based on her opinions to, to speak. So I tell her, Gabriella, speak. If it offends somebody, well, then that person might want to listen to something else. But don't ever hold back from saying something. Now, if you're going to sit there and curse me and mommy out. You know, I mean, I'm, you're, you're, your the spoon. ass is going to be pretty <laughs> Getting the red. spoon. Yeah. You're, exactly. You're getting the wooden spoon. You're getting the shoe. You're yep. not opening up for the broom and the belt yet. You have to you have to graduate into those weapons. But, you know, it's like – and my and my parents raised me the same way. And, and listen, I, I'm not going to say I'm normal, but I, I don't, I don't want to be. No. You know, I don't think anybody wants to be normal. I mean, normal is boring. Yeah, absolutely. Well, normal can be a little scary as I'm seeing these people who think they're normal. It's a little scary. Yeah. <laughs> you know, that's a great point. I'm scared more of a normal person. Like if I see a person come to my show and they just come up monotone. Hey, what's up? I really like your show. Can I have an autograph? <laughs> I'm calling security. Yeah. I'm going to profile you as a serial killer and I'm calling security. Yeah. I don't yeah. I, I want the weird and the uh, abnormal. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> So, um, do you know if um, masks are needed at the show, or I would probably guess no, because you're you're going to be in your car. Yeah. Um, you can also, I believe, sit outside your car, weather permitted. 
Um, I think it's going to be nice. You sit outside your car with lawn chairs and stuff. Um, I'm not there. There are no masks at any of my other shows. Some of them are implementing it. When you walk in, you have to wear a mask. But when you sit down, you're fine. Um, <laughs> yeah, I, I, don't, I don't know. <laughs> well, you know, COVID's I, very smart. It knows when you, you are know, standing when you're, where you're sitting. And yeah, COVID is genius. <laughs> that, and that's another thing that's going on right now. It's, it's so crazy where. You know, you've got the unvaccinated yelling at the vaccinated, the vaccinated yelling at the It's like, guys, do whatever you think is best for mm-hmm. you and your family. Mm-hmm. Like Johnny, Goomba Johnny's vaccinated. My parents are vaccinated. Do I go up to them and tease them? No. Do I ridicule? No. Now, I had the virus. My whole family did. My wife, my kids got it. My, even my daughter got it. I don't know if my son had it. My daughter had it. We got it. We got over it three days. Thank God. Yeah. You know, we're pretty healthy. Um, now we have the antibodies. I've gotten four doctors telling me, Hey, listen, don't get the shot. You don't need it yet. You still have antibodies. Um, you know, and then with me, it's like, okay, my choice is if it's, if once it gets FDA fully approved, I'll think about it. Yeah, Just like exactly. all the other vaccines I got, you know, you can't call me an anti-vaxxer. I hate that word because I've gotten vaccines. Mm-hmm. My daughter's gotten vaccines. The difference is those are fully FDA approved and that's what I look at. So if I'm doing that and I'm not directly bought like they're like well you're gonna you're gonna be dangerous for other people <laughs> no, i don't even like people i don't want to go near people 90 i can't stand people i'm not coming near you and you're not coming near me yes you know yeah. what I mean? so it's like do whatever you need to do for your family what's best for you don't think about what's best for the country you're not you're not a you know a, a savior of all you know i'm saving the country what, what, what is the last time you did anything based on the human race no yeah, they're exactly. not they're yeah. not they're you doing know, it because they're scared <laughs> exactly and when, and when the media and everything else manipulates people based on fear you're not making logical you know decisions based on fear so it's like you know then i have my, my next door neighbor the guy's like, you know, I'm really against you not being vaccinated because, you know, you should really be healthy. And I'm like, dude, you're 412 pounds. You have nine chins. When has healthy <laughs> been a concern of yours before? I've literally had you at my house for a barbecue and had to go out and buy more burgers <laughs> because you had nine. And I told you, Rich, you got to slow down, dude. You got oil dripping all over your neck and you didn't care. And now all of a sudden you want to tell me how to be healthy. Why don't you come with me on a jog? Why don't you, why don't you jog with me? You know, people are so, and you're always going to piss somebody off. So you know what? I've accepted it. I'm yeah. going to piss yep. people off. And those people just can't be reasoned with. It's at the end of the day, comedy, whether I'm talking about a sensitive topic or a generic topic, comedy is supposed to be an escape from what you're going through in life. You're supposed to escape from the reality, laugh, and then go back to the reality with a smile on your face or feeling a little better about yourself. Yeah. What I can't stand is when people get offended at comedy. And the reason why, and I, I realize this, for the most part, the reason why people get offended by comedy is because they're taking comedy as an attack, a personal attack on either them or somebody they know. Now, I guarantee you, somebody's going to listen to this and go, oh, my God, he's fat shaming his next door neighbor. <laughs> no, I'm being observant that the guy has swallowed nine cheeseburgers with no thought of health and now yells at me because I don't have a shot because I have anybody. That's my observation. A hundred percent. Yeah, a hundred percent. Oh, I cannot stand it. Yeah, it's... it's. Can't stand it. I think it's... I always say to my husband, I'm like, the common sense is just... It's out the door. It's out the window, it's, yeah. It's gone. And Common sense? I think that went out like 2015. Yeah, yeah, you're right. I think we're six years past common sense. It's just, at the end of the day, 
you know, I, I always tell my kids, I tell my wife, I'm going to look at both sides. I'm not going to go biased on one side. I'm not going to go biased on another. I'm going to look at both sides. And if there are strong arguments defending both sides, well, then at the end of the day, I need to do what I'm comfortable with. So, yeah. you know, you, you uh, listen, for anybody to say, no, the media is not biased. <laughs> really, social media, the me when this pandemic hit, and I was just making generic videos to make people laugh. I was getting 70,000 followers a week. And I was probably my videos were hitting a million views in a day. Wow. Now I'm lucky if my videos hit 150,000 views. And there are people that message me, I haven't seen your video in six months. I mean, so it's like, if your opinion is against the grain, they're going to stop your opinion from getting out there as much as they can. Yeah. Same thing with the with another. If, if somebody stick, comes out and says, you know, they say, believe the science, believe the, the doctors. Well, there have been scientists and doctors that came out and said, well, this is why I don't think the vaccine. Oh, they don't work. matter. They don't, yeah, matter. They don't matter. They're they, lying. They they... <laughs> and you know what? Play them just like you're playing the other doctors that are agreeing with it. You have to get but. At the end of the day, I don't want everyone agreeing with me because I'm never going to learn to either think outside the box. I'm not going to learn, you know, maybe I was wrong, mm -hmm. you know, and there's the, there are the people out there that if you simply disagree with them when it comes to either the vaccine or the pandemic or politics, you're not allowed to have your own opinion and they will alienate you for them. And yes. you know mm -hmm. what? I tell everyone, I tell my daughter, if someone is not going to be friends with you because you share a difference of opinion. Now, obviously. Because everyone goes, well, what if we're talking about like child pornography? Well, obviously that's a we can all agree topic. on that. Yeah. And if I come to your house and I disagree with it, and you're sitting there and you got your computer opened up, and I'm like, what is that? And you're like child porn. Why you don't dabble? And I'm like, no. <laughs> obviously that opinion that we share a difference with, ah, uh, that's enough for me not to talk to you. Yeah. You know, or if you, if if you have like a bunch of rabbits and kittens in your backyard, I'm like, hey, what are you doing? We do a Friday sacrificing. <laughs> Oh I'm like, okay, well, you know what? Yes, if it's that dramatic, don't talk to that person and report them. But if it's like politics or of different views and they're not views that harm people or that are like racist and stuff like that, you, you, you don't have to stop talking to each other. You guys can go, hey, what are you? I'm a Republican. Well, I'm a Democrat. All right, great. You want to you go get a drink? Yeah. You can drink mm -hmm. with people that share different opinions. Yes. It's just, it's sickening. Everybody wants to just be around their own people and they... And those are the learn. same people. Yeah. They're the they're the same people that preach, oh my God, this country is so divided and it's disgusting. You just stop following me because I came out with a, a video about Cuomo and you <laughs> love him. You told him that divide? Well, yeah, because you're supposed to agree with me. That's how we mm -hmm. come together. Yeah. No, I feel like I'm talking to my wife. No, I don't want to agree with you. <laughs> Oh, I 100% feel you on that. Yeah. I've lost it's, family it's and friends over just differing opinions. And I'm like, uh, it's not me doing it. I'm like, why, you know, why don't you talk to me? Correct. Well, it's horrible. It really is. It's, yeah. It's, it's insane. You know, I mean, it, just think about that. You, you're an American. You, let's say you vote for some, something that you want or somebody that you want. Somebody, uh, imagine going to like the polls and, you know, and the guy peeks over your shoulder and goes, who are you voting for? Um, someone different. You, you should go to hell. Oh, yeah. thank you. Appreciate it. I thought that was like, come on. It's just, it's, it's not a serious thing. You know, you, in terms of not talking to somebody, you know, at the end of the day, judge the person based on the person, not on their views. Like, listen, my views yeah, to a certain extent define me as a person, but it, it doesn't like, just because you think one way or another way, it doesn't make you a douchebag. 
Like no. it doesn't make you an evil person. Right. You know, so it's like, let the person, if you're getting along with, I, I love when somebody will go, um, <clears throat> I followed you for two years. You make me laugh. You've helped me through the pandemic. You've made me laugh so much that at times I forget what I'm going through, but because I don't like this particular video and I kind of see where your views are at with this particular topic, I'm no longer supporting you, nor am I following you. And I'm like, do you do that all like your whole life that once you stop liking one thing, you just alienate it regardless of all the positivity it brought you? Yeah. Like if you go to a restaurant for nine years and you have one Diet Coke that's flat, do you go, you know what, this place sucks, that's it. (laughs) I don't care how good the steak is or how good the ice cream is, that's it, I'm done. They messed up my diet. I don't drink flat Diet Coke. It's just, I don't know. Yeah. We, listen, thank people God are like that because I could actually vent on stage about all this. I know that's good. Mm-hmm. I, I wish no. I could. Do, I'm gonna go to do something like that. Do it. It's so good. <laughs> it's such. It's it's positive therapy. Even There's right no now, I yeah. feel so talking good talking house. to somebody about it. You know, it's it's like refreshing. Stage. You know, because like, what made you do comedy? I'm like, no one lets me talk at home. <laughs> So I want to get on stage and be able to vent without people interrupting me or giving me a floodlight to put up above the garage. <laughs> get out of the house. Right. Yeah, exactly. We try to keep it neutral here, but, you know, I mean, I think our listeners know our opinions by now. Yes. Um, Especially so, me. Yeah. It's just it's really refreshing to be able to relate to somebody and be able to have an open conversation with no judgment. Yeah, with no judgment on the show. And, and again, I've spoken to people that share, you know, I've done interviews where the, the, the person that has the podcast, whatever, shares an absolute different opinion. And I'm like, dude, that's fine. Yeah. You, and then they get really weird. I'm like, you don't have to be weird. You don't like I'm having a good time with the interview. You don't you don't have to agree with me. And I don't judge. I don't you know, all I ask for is if we're having a discussion and you're like, yeah, I disagree. I'm like, OK, why? Just, mm-hmm. just why and then a lot of times they're like don't talk to me like that and i'm like well, don't t- you're asking me why i ask you why also because they can't answer understand. exactly a lot of times they don't even know why they feel a certain way and you know i listen i have friends of mine that are on total different sides of the spectrum when it comes to everything and some of us were just able to have a beer and and talk about it and then i'm like yeah i kind of see your point with that i yeah. understand where you're coming from and and we have to try to get back to having discussions. We can't just alienate somebody because they disagree. And, and you know, and then I get people that, you know, oh, I can see what side of the political fence you stand on. I'm like, really? I thought my fence was covered. It has a hole in it. I'm like, well, what the hell is the, I'm a comedian. Why does my politics have to do with anything? You know what I mean? It shouldn't, it shouldn't be a question. Why can't I just have them and that's it? And then pay attention to my comedy. I'm not a, I'm not a political correspondent. I'm not someone that's on CNN or, or Fox News coming out and i'm a comedian yeah yeah you know and they they like one guy i figured you out i've watched 19 of your videos and i could see where you lean i'm like you sat there and investigated i (laughs) called me i would have told you it's a sickness yeah (laughs) and then my agent you know he's like listen man you gotta be careful how you speak you have to be a you have to walk in the middle because i said dude let me explain something to you i share a lot of different opinions okay like my opinion if you're far right or far left, mm-hmm. I can't have a conversation with nope. you. You're too far. Yeah. However, I share a lot of different opinions that, yes, you can possibly say, oh, he leans this way, he leans that way. I'm not going to hide my, well, some places won't book you. Good. I said, here's the thing. Social media can block me as much as they want. They can try to censor me and silence me. 
One thing that social media, the media, the news, they'll never be able to do. You're never going to be able to stop my fans from coming to shows. Yes. You're not. What are you going to do? Go to their house and put a barricade in front of their driveway. You're not going to stop them from coming to shows. And at the end of the day, the live shows are, are what I love doing the most. And that's not going to stop. And the more I do them, the more people are, 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 are organically going to speak like they did back in the 90s and the 80s yeah. before social media where you, hey, you call someone else on the house phone. Hey, I went to go see this guy. It was hilarious. You should go. And then word of mouth. Now, yes, you'll build yourself up a little slower, but it'll be organic. And my, my fan base has become so rabid that, you know, they're such great supporters and they're loyal. That's what I want. So you could stop me from, from saying it on every platform. You, you can't stop people from going out and enjoying and supporting what they want to what support want. and who they want to watch. Yeah. At the end of the day, I want all types of fans. I don't want just one type. You know what I mean? Yeah. And, and it's sad that people, you know, they live their life like that. They only want, they only want to be surrounded by one type of person. And that's so narrow minded. Yeah, like you said, they'll never learn. And when there's no discussion, when there's no difference, when there's no questioning of something, then you're never going to see another side right. to it. And that's Listen, very important. Like, I, I have a two-year-old son. If my two-year-old son picks up a red marker and starts going blue, and I go, yeah, you're right, that's blue. And nobody corrects him and nobody disagrees with him. The, the kid's going to be in high school. And he's like, yeah, my favorite color is blue. <laughs> and everyone's like, no, jackass, that's red. Like, <laughs> You're, you're going to eventually learn that people are going to disagree with you. It's yeah. okay. Yeah. But if you think that everybody like follows what you're feeling and thinking, and then you just go on life like that, I mean, there are times you're going to be wrong, and no one's going to be there to tell you because you hang out with everyone that shares the same exact view. Yeah. It's not, I, sometimes I like being told that I'm wrong. I like learning. I like looking into different things that maybe if a friend of mine – or a family member wouldn't have brought to my attention. I would have never researched it for myself. Exactly. So yeah, I mean, disagreeing is, is healthy. I mean, it, it could be good. Now, again, disagreeing with respect. I mean, there are certain yes. people <laughs> yeah. that just, you know, you know, I hope you go to hell. I'm like, why? <laughs> because I like pistachio ice cream. I don't, all right, I'm sorry. Okay? <laughs> sorry. I, I enjoy it also. Maybe I should have got a scoop of pistachio before I did the vanilla. I apologize. <laughs> you know, there are some people that just get triggered for no reason. Yeah, absolutely. Like, oh my, right. I mean, my husband's a police officer, and you, you should hear the things, the horrible, horrible things people have said they to me. They have and the it's hardest just... jobs right now. Yeah. It's, I've got family on the job, and I always said it growing up. And, and again, I come from an old school, you know, Italian household. But just observing for myself Three jobs that should never be um, disrespected or, you know, or, you know, you should never take away from are police officers, firefighters and teachers. Mm -hmm. And the reason is those three jobs, those people wake up every day. They go to work for strangers. They go to work to benefit strangers. You know, police officers and firefighters, they're saving strangers. Yeah. Teachers, they're teaching kids that aren't even theirs. I hate kids. <laughs> I love kids as a parent, but I hate kids as a person. You know what I mean? Like, I love my ch my children to death. Yes, their kids have such cute moments, but they're also little evil packages walking around all the time. I would hate to go to school and teach other people's kids. My sister's a teacher. The girl's so high strung, she's going to snap like a rubber band. She's like, I swear to God, I see one more kid eating a booger. I'm like, 
no, no one told you to be, be a teacher. I mean, come work for me. Quit yeah. your job. Leave these kids. And I, of course. And it's it's crazy, man. It's teachers, firefighters, and police officers. Um, I have so much respect for them. And people, you know, I I, I, I proudly say it online. And people, go, oh, I know what side you stand on. Yeah, yeah. 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 Decent human. <laughs> Decent being. human. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's common sense. Have someone break into your house. Who are you gonna call? A social worker. <laughs> Yep, that's what they want. Speak to this person? <laughs> he has a gun and looks like he's going to use it. I think if you level with him and show him another, a lot of like maybe you have like a give him a hug. Base colors, maybe bright oil based colors. Like I think he's a colorful person if he just allows himself to br- shut up. Call the cops. <laughs> like what are you doing? <laughs> I think that you know the people that are against cops right now. You know if their house was broken into. Oh, they're, they're the first to call. They're the first to call. You know, percent they're calling. They have phone calls of people that are in large areas where you know defunding the police is popular. And yes, they they've called the cops. You mm-hmm. know, I mean, let me be a police officer in an area that's against me, where I go to work every day and I get screamed at. Let me get a phone call. You know, yeah. Ah, there's a breaking at 17 Prospect. Yeah, I'll get to it. I'm telling yeah. you right now, that's what, what's middle, going on. <laughs> I'm in the middle of a candy crush board. Once I beat this board, I'll be happy to go check it out. I mean, you know, it's like... It, that's it's, what's going to be crazy. happening, honestly. A hundred percent. And you know what? It's sad, but this country is kind of unraveling at the seams, and, and you can see it. And I, the one thing I can't stand is when people either blame politicians or the media um social media for you know the divide whether it's you know people on either side at the end of the day nobody is going to tell me who i get along with and who i don't get along Mm -hmm. if you respect me as a human being i'm going to show you the same respect and decency and if you disrespect me i don't care if you're a family member i'm going to disrespect you twice as hard like i always tell people online you want to come and attack me verbally you want to be a little keyboard warrior that's fine but i'm very creative and i'm very witty so what i do is i go right to your profile picture and you better pray to god you look like a supermodel because i'm attacking every flaw on your picture and what i don't understand is 90 percent of people that get offended and bothered every time i go to the profile picture it's a cat <laughs> And I don't know if that says a lot about cat lovers, but a lot of times it's not even their cat. <laughs> it's like a Google's cat. Who Google's a cat? And puts it pro- as, as a profile picture. It's not even your cat. <laughs> that cat could be dead by now. That could be a picture from like 85. <laughs> it's just, I mean, pe- people right now, it's uh, it, somebody will verbally attack you. You go back at them and they become the victim. Mm-hmm. Oh, yes. I get it all the time. How dare you talk to me like that? I'm like, you just came at me and said I had feminine eyelashes and an oversized head. <laughs> oh, my God. Like, I didn't say anything to you. You said it to me. Yeah, but you should be able to accept all criticism. That's not criticism. What are you, what are you telling me? I should shave down my eyelashes and, and, and de- you can give them to de-size me. my head? <laughs> Would you like me to go, go into a, a, an air pressure chamber? <laughs> I can't stand So, like, one lady said that. She goes, you have an oversized head and feminine eyelashes. Oh I go, you have four chins and some mark on the side of your face that looks like burnt oil. And she's like, oh, you're disgusting. You're a disgusting human being. I'm like, how dare you? Yeah. I'm breaking yours. I mean, bottom line, 
<laughs> I mean, just everyone needs to toughen up. It's, I know. It's not that serious. Life is going to be over before you know it. Start laughing a little more and stop being so miserable. Yeah. Yeah. I, I agree. <laughs> That's why we need to go to your show and laugh. <laughs> yes, yeah, we no, do. it's therapy. Yeah. I'm going to start. I figure if, if I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to think about doing something where you come to the show, you pay for the show. If the show was like very like people come up to me after the show and some people are like, I needed this. I feel so much better. If I feel like my show was therapy, I'm sending you an invoice at the house. <laughs> I should get paid hourly therapist rates because some, you know, one lady came to my show and she's like, I think you cured my husband's depression. Oh. And I'm like, I don't think your husband was depressed. I think he just didn't want to talk to you. <laughs> oh my God. I mean, I don't cure depression. I mean, but, uh, for it, the day, yeah, maybe, you know, for that hour. It is, th it is therapeutic. Yes. And uh, wow, I my my I told my wife that I'm in the middle of an interview, and she actually like poked her head around the wall in the basement. She's like, "Can I come down?" <laughs> she can come down. She can come down. She can come on air. <laughs> I'm I'm not. I don't feel safe right now. Whenever my wife asks permission for anything, I must have did something wrong. Uh -oh. She's acting nice now. I'm in the middle of an interview. I'm in an interview. Now she doesn't believe that I'm in an interview. You see what happens. <laughs> Now I didn't take it serious enough. Oh, oops. <laughs> yeah. All right. Can you not yell at me during this interview, please? Very embarrassing. It's, did you see it? It's not an interview. It's an interview. It's an interview. She's, it sounds like my mother. Yeah. You know, my mom comes in, we're doing the show, and yeah, she no, starts yelling at me for something. And I'm like, do you want to come on air? And she's like, you're not on air. Right. Okay. Exactly. <laughs> Let me play it back for you. On They're like, no, I don't, I don't want to be a part of it. You were. Yeah. You, part of it. you just didn't know you were part of it. Yeah, she's in the interview now, yeah. right? <laughs> uh. Well, but I appreciate you coming on on the show. It was really, yes. really amazing talking to you. We love you. Yeah, not a problem. I mean, I'm I'm heading upstairs now. I got my daughter yelling. We're uh, taking a two and a half hour ride to Villa Roma. Uh, I've got a show tomorrow, and um, and then I've got a busy weekend of Pennsylvania, Jersey, and then Middletown to end the uh, the weekend. Awesome. So awesome. I'll have a lot more material. Villa Roma, isn't that near us? Calicoon. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's oh, that's okay. by us. Yeah. Kind of, yeah. Yeah, Sullivan County. Yeah, it's uh, it's basically in a nutshell, um, it's like a bus that is able to hold about three thousand people. Went to every every borough, Jersey, uh, just tried to pick up as much as many Italians in the Northeast as possible, <laughs> and then while they were driving around with them, they said. Where can we drop them off where they won't hear them arguing with their kids and they won't smell all the Jakar cologne? And they said, <laughs> drop them in the middle of the woods in Calicoon. There's a resort there. And that's exactly what it, I mean. You walk around the pool. I mean, every guy has jean shorts on with a sleeveless oh, T-shirt. The gold, gold chain. chain. <laughs> a tattoo on their calf muscle of Mickey Mouse holding an Italian flag that absolutely means nothing. I don't know what I don't know what Right. A cartoon character with an Italian flag and a cannoli. <laughs> and it's it's the funniest place. I every time I perform there five time, five Thursdays in the summer and I have 25, 30 minutes of new material every time I open up the show because I sit down by the pool. And you and just I watch. Like, I look like a lighthouse. I'm just my head's on a swivel and my wife's like, get in the pool. I'm like, I can't. This lady's about to kill her six year old kid. I'm gonna watch it. <laughs> uh, but it's uh, it, it's definitely fun. But yeah, I have a two and a half hour ride up there now where uh, I'm going to lose it. So. Yeah, yeah, with the kids. But um, yeah. welcome well, to the middle of nowhere. <laughs> we can't yeah. wait to see you. And um, everybody, 
I, they can still buy tickets, right? Or yeah, yeah I think tickets are still on sale. I'm gonna update my site, but I think they're on RodeaComedy.com, where they go to the Fair Oaks Drive-in in Middletown, and uh, yeah, tickets are still uh, available. Awesome. awesome, and that's August 22nd at 8 p.m. Right? Yep. This right. Sunday. Great. Awesome. Well, thank you so much, Anthony. We love talking no, my to you. Pleasure. It's fun. Yes. Absolutely. All right. I'll see you guys Sunday. And that's our show for this week. Thank you so much for tuning in, everyone. Check out our website, shawnainlala.com. And don't forget to follow Anthony Rodia on Facebook, his YouTube channel, and on Instagram. And uh, don't forget to follow us, too, uh, on Facebook at Shauna and Lala, and on Instagram at Shauna and Lala, and YouTube at Shauna and Lala. And uh, we will see you next week.